0: Good afternoon and welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Adam Ragusea, Interim News Director here at WFIU, sitting in for Bob Zaltzberg and Mary Catherine Carmichael. We should have both of them back uh, next week. Bob will uh, be back with us and uh, Mary Catherine will be back with us. And again, our thoughts are with her. Uh, Mary Catherine lost her mother over the holidays, but we expect her to be back with us and uh, better than ever. So uh, our guest in the studio today is one of these people who, you know, the Bloomington area has a lot of these folks, people with these international reputes who you don't kind of even realize are like living down the street from you in some bungalow in Bloomington. Uh, But uh, this is one of those people. It's John Breen. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam.
1: Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: John is, uh, is a computer programmer here in Bloomington who uh, in 1999 came up with a pioneering concept called uh, Click to Donate Sites and uh, started a site called The Hunger Site. John, very briefly tell us what you did with The Hunger Site.
1: Well, uh, it's a site where you go and uh, it says click here to donate uh, free food and you click on a button and you see some ads – And those ads pay for food that goes to uh, various charities around the world.
0: So this is back in the the, the early days of the internet, 1999, back in the day. That's right. Uh, Right. Uh, Where did that idea come from? Was that fresh?
1: Um, So long ago, I'm not even sure I remember (laughs) why I thought of it. But um, the idea was uh, basically to allow people to give free food um, just by clicking a button. And it got pretty popular.
0: Sure. We'll get back to that in a second. Uh, I want to let our listeners know that they are welcome and encouraged to join our conversation today. The phone numbers are locally in Bloomington, 855-0811 or toll-free anywhere in our listening area, 877 285 9348. You can also send us an email to noon at indiana.edu and we do check that email throughout the show and obviously we'd love to get some calls today. So, so John, uh, what, what, what happened in your life? How did you get to be a person who in 1999 thinks, what can I do interestingly and creatively with the internet to help fight world hunger?
1: Well, um, I uh, majored in economics in college hmm. and um, I was particularly interested in development economics, uh, third world. Um, back then, uh, it was seemed everything we did was wrong. That was back in the days when we'd send tractors over with no gasoline and mm. a lot of fertilizer with no seeds, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but it was it was interesting, um, and I've always been interested in in uh, development economics and poverty uh, in the third world. Uh, for most of my life, I've been a computer programmer. Um, so it wasn't really until uh, 1999 and the internet came along that um, I figured here's a, a place that I can kind of combine both interests.
0: Uh, we do have a caller on the line right now. I'm incredibly embarrassed to say that it's my father. It's my dad, <laughs> Steve Ragusea, is on the line. Hi, Steve. How are you? How are you doing? What's your question, Dad?
2: well geez i mean i i feel like i'm being given special treatment here (laughs) Uh, um nepotism
1: is always okay yeah
2: (laughs) john i didn't know that you were in bloomington and and i've been using the hunger site since it very first came out at the very beginning and um i've had a couple of questions ever since okay um a, a lot of times people say to me well how do you know that anybody ever gets any rice, and, you know, the numbers they talk about in terms of millions of cups seem unrealistic. Uh, How do you know that they're really Putting that much rice into the hands of hungry people. Well, we should mention no, that's first. My first question. Sure. Well, how well, do I know? How here, Dad, we'll, know?
0: we'll take it. We'll take it one question at a time. Uh, let's, we should mention though that uh, that John ceased to have his involvement with uh, the hunger site around the year 2000, about a year after he came up with it. But uh, starting out in, in that first year, how could you quantify how much you were really helping?
1: Yeah, and and no, that's a good question, Steve, because a lot of people wonder about that. And uh, my new site, uh, Free Rice, is the same thing Um, because people are sitting there doing this good thing every day, and every once in a while in the back of their minds there creeps in the question, like, is this really happening? Is this really good? Um, Sometimes
2: it seems like the, you know, the box top scam. uh, If if you collect enough box tops, you know, (laughs) we'll feed the starving multitudes of of, uh, Uganda or something like that.
1: Right. Well, the best way to verify it is... um, Both sites, the Hunger Site and Free Rice, uh, post uh, each day how many grains of rice or cups of food for the Hunger Site were donated. Um, And then you can just email the receiving aid. Both of them are very clear like, you know, um, on our side, the food goes to the United Nations World Food Program. And you can actually just go to their site and they'll verify it right there. But you can also email them. Um, they get lots of emails every day from people saying, "Is this really happening? Where is it going?" and all that. Um, so that's the best way to verify it. Okay. What's your follow-up, Dad?
2: Uh, second question is: is I- I've noticed that neither site seems to be registered as a charitable organization. That's right. So, and I was wondering why that, because that gives it a sense of authenticity.
1: Um, yep. Uh, the answer to that is that I'm uh, one person, and I, at least for free rice, um, I have just that website, well, and one other, com. And as just a website, I can pretty much uh, move and change it and fix it and arrange it however I want. That's just one person doing it. Right. Now, if I was a, um, a nonprofit, first, it's very difficult to get nonprofit status. It's almost impossible if you're a single person because they think you're just trying to avoid taxes. I um, and then you have to file massive amounts of paperwork, uh, monthly or quarterly, and you need boards of directors and things like that. Right. So I could do that. Um, it's something I consider about. but And even when you file, it takes two years to get uh, accepted. So I'm not sure what good it would do, though, because it would tie me down, and 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 um, at least in the short run.
2: Well, that's- I, I, well. It was just it was just a question I always had, and and I'll hang up now. But thanks very much for doing this. I, I click both sites every day. Uh, it's how I start my day. Well, and, Steve, thank uh, you. Uh, Thanks for doing it.
1: Well, uh, thanks for uh, calling, in. <laughs> It it's really good. Okay. Thanks for the call, Dad. Take care. Uh,
0: Bye bye. bye -bye. Bye. Talk to you later. Uh, Okay. But that does bring up an interesting question, which is Is this how you make your living? Is this how you pay your mortgage and and feed your kids doing these sites? Uh, No, actually,
1: I run them at at no profit. Wow. Okay.
0: So what do you do with the rest of your day? Well, I'm just a
1: regular (laughs) computer programmer the rest of the day. Wow. That's fascinating.
0: let 's about uh, let 's talk about free rice, which is your your newest venture and i 'm at the site right now, and i 'm going to kind of give folks an idea of of how it works. So I come to this site and uh, what i 'm given is it 's a game right it's uh, it's a it 's a vocabulary game mm-hmm. um, and it 's very simple and uh, here 's an example it says uh, anathematize means to tousle, encompass, curse, or spurt i 'm going to go ahead and, and uh, go with uh curse there. Good choice. Thank you very much. Correct. Anathematize <laughs> equals curse. Uh, I have now donated 20 grains of rice and I've got a little bowl kind of next to my little game window here and uh, there's uh, what looks like a not very sizable portion of rice but it'll, it'll accumulate as I kind of go here. Uh, so now my next thing says uh, wheel means seclusion, old timer, language or welt. I'll give this one to you. It's vocab level forty.
1: Wheel spelled W-H-E-A-L. E-A-L,
0: yeah, uh, I would go with welt. All right, there it is. Correct, and uh, we're at vocab level forty, which uh, is pretty tricky. As we were saying before the uh, before the show, it's out of fifty. Correct. That's right. Which made me feel less bad for having only gotten forty three in my entire <laughs> time playing this uh, this game, which I never do it at work. Um, but uh so why 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 take a different uh angle with it this time? Why do a game rather than just kind of passively clicking over some ads?
1: Well um at the Hunger site you just click clicked once a day mm. and that's all you could do. Um, and then you'd have to come back the next day. And this one I wanted to develop a site where you could keep playing and donate an infinite amount of rice. You can play all day and donate as much rice as you want. Um, If you'd like, I'll explain uh, to people what the game's briefly about. Please, yeah. For for people who haven't seen it, um, if you go to um, freerice.com, F-R-E-E-R-I-C-E, freerice.com, you are given four – well, you're given one vocabulary word and four choices. And you have to choose, uh, as Adam was saying, uh, the right choice. Now, every time you get a word right, you get a harder word. You, and the words get very, very hard mm-hmm. at the top <laughs> levels. Um, I can't get them. There are people who can. Uh, if you get the word wrong, you get an easier word. And if you get it wrong again, you'll get an even easier word. So as you play, it seeks your own level to, to um, a point where you're right at words where you they're kind of at the periphery of your, mm-hmm. of your knowledge. Um, so it's challenging for you. And each time you get a word right, uh, Free Rice donates 20 grains of rice uh, to the United Nations World Food Program who distributes it, distributes it to hungry people throughout the world. And— um, I had something else I was going to say. In well, I, I, I read. I read that uh, you got
0: the idea for this as you were helping uh, one of your kids study for SAT verbal, right?
1: That's right. Um, my son. Uh, well, that story started um, really around the kitchen table when I was trying to teach my kids uh, vocabulary, like I had learned it um, back in the 1970s. I guess <laughs> um, we would sit around the kitchen table and do Reader's Digest word of the day, and we didn't take it very seriously, and I'm not sure how much I learned. But anyway, you know, when you get older and you get your own kids, you decide to do the same thing, whether it works or sure. not. So I was sitting with my two boys, and um, it wasn't quite working because, first of all, they think vocabulary is a kind of stupid waste of time. <laughs> They're not sure why they should do it. And then they started yeah, make, words, who uses those anymore? Right, yeah. and then they started making fun of each other for the words they didn't know. So after uh, about a week of this, I decided this – plus they weren't even remembering the word. Mm-hmm. So after a week of this, I said, no, this is going nowhere in a hurry. So then I thought, well, I'll try to put together a computer program that can teach them these SAT words in a fairly interesting way. And uh, uh, they take the – people here are probably familiar with – I think it's the NWEA tests. Mm-hmm. Um, And there they have the same kind of system where you get – if you get an answer right, you go into a harder level, uh, harder question. If you get it wrong, you get an easier one. So I kind of borrowed that idea and said I'll apply that to the vocabulary and – and I spent most of the summer putting in uh, 10,000 words and definitions <laughs> and dummy definitions.
0: Where did you get the words from? Did you, Can you actually use this to study for the SAT? Is this the, uh, the educational testing service vocab list that you've grabbed from somewhere?
1: Uh, it's got – well, I just took words from dictionaries, hmm. the sources, synonyms, yeah, SAT words. I took words from everywhere um, and put them all in. So I think it's – it's, it's got a, a big range of words, including uh, a lot of words that I have no idea what they mean, <laughs> even now after I've entered them.
0: <laughs> okay, so so that, that makes sense. So you come up with this program to help your kids study for the SAT. But then when do you make the leap towards saying, I've got this neat little program that I've developed here, and it's been, you know, what, five years since you did uh, the Hunger Site, five or six years since you did the Hunger Site. And then you think to yourself, well, maybe I can apply this to – my, uh, you know, my, to, to, to fighting world hunger.
1: Right. Um, Well, I kind of put both ideas together because I'd been bouncing off my mind that the hunger site, you know, the drawback was you could only go once a day. Mm. Um, And so I said, well, this is, this is perfect because it'll give people an incentive to learn the vocabulary um, and they can do a lot of good uh, donating food while they do it.
0: Okay, and obviously the ultimately who 's paying for this rice that we 're donating through free rice is the advertisers who have banner ads running uh, at the bottom of the screen as you play the game. Do you actually personally uh, solicit those advertisers or do you go through uh, another company to do that for you?
1: Um, I go through a couple of advertising agencies okay. yeah I forgot to mention that that yeah, that, yeah. Was, <laughs> that was what i was going was I forgot to say uh, when I was describing the site yeah when you so you click on it, and then um, it says, you know, when you get the word right, that you've donated twenty grains of rice, and that is paid for by the uh, advertising you see at the bottom of the screen. It's just regular internet advertising, uh, but the money goes to the United Nations World Food Program, who then purchases the rice. Do you have data donated. on how
0: many clicks that you that uh, the advertisers get out of out of the service?
1: Um, no, but it varies hmm. widely. Um, but you don't get paid on the click, do you? No, okay. um, usually it's well. I, I take that back. Sometimes it's paid on the click, and sometimes it's paid on uh, the impression, and sometimes it's paid on whether people actually purchase. So it's a, a combination of all those. That's kind of determined by the advertising agencies, and I'm never sure which, or n- no one's sure which. <laughs> they they just kind of randomize it and see which one. Will produce the most revenue. Okay, so
0: not to be uh, not to be nitpicky, of course, but uh, so these these totals of rice that you're donating as you played the game, these are estimates based on what you expect to be paid from the advertising. Correct?
1: Uh, no, they're they're oh. actual real. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The totals uh, now are uh, well. In the the site started October seventh um, of two thousand seven, less than three months ago. And already uh, there have been over 12 billion grains of rice donated wow. and uh, we're averaging well, – Christmas has gone down a little bit. But I'd say in, in December we averaged over 200 um, million grains of rice a day.
0: I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking to uh, John Breen here on WFIU's Noon Edition. I'm Adam Ragusea sitting in for Bob Zaltzberg and Mary Catherine Carmichael. You can give us a call to join the conversation. It would be nice if you weren't a member of my immediate family, but I'll, I'll take that. Uh, 855-0811 or toll-free 877-285-9348. You can send us an email to noon at indiana.edu.
1: I think it's nice your dad called. I in. think it's I, nice if I, if I told my father, he probably would have called in. <laughs> <laughs> give me much tougher questions. <laughs> oh, really? What would those be? I'm not sure. I'm, oh, okay. I, mean, I guess I should have talked to your father before the interview. Yeah.
0: Um, so why why we talked about you touched on this a little bit earlier when you're talking about uh, your experience uh, studying economics in school. Why why poverty? Why not uh, why hunger? And speci- specifically, why hunger rather than malaria or uh, you know childhood obesity or whatever other
1: cause there might be? Well, I think hunger. Um, is a a very solvable problem is the way I look at it. Hmm. Uh, It used to be much, much, much worse uh, 50 years ago. Um, Right now there are 25,000 people a day who die of hunger and that's a lot of people. If you think of 25,000 – You know, every morning we hear it seems, you know, today in Baghdad, a bomb exploded and killed 20 people. Well, 25,000 is a thousand times that. And of those 25,000, 20,000 roughly are children. Now, that number is huge, but it's it's probably one-fourth of what it was 50 years ago Mm -hmm. um, because the world's actually improved a great deal, in particular China. And India, China used to have many people starving, and now they 're a net exporter of food so I think it's it's it 's now at a place where, um, with relatively small amount of money and effort, uh, hunger can be eliminated and it's it 's just killing way more people than any disease than AIDS than malaria than uh, tuberculosis than any of the um, devastating diseases that exist. So I actually started um, a site in January which uh, was kind of the precursor to free rides. Poverty.com, right. Trevor We'll get back to that in just okay. a minute.
0: I definitely want to touch on that. We've got a couple of callers waiting patiently oh, good. on the line. Uh, Jim, you're on the line with John Breen.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I was calling because I know that uh, this has to take quite a bit of time, he of his regular work, and I was wondering if John had time for other pursuits like backgammon or pool or anything like that. (laughs) What he did in his
0: free time.
1: That's a fair question. Uh, Jim is a good friend of mine, Uh. and and, uh, he is correct. And he beats me in backgammon and in pool. (laughs) <laughs> oh, very rarely.
0: <laughs> well, nonetheless, I mean, you know, it, it's funny, but it's also it's 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 impressive that you're able to manage these sites. That I, am, I mean, how many how many hours a week would you say you dedicate towards free rice on dot com?
1: Right now, I'm dedicating probably about 60. <laughs> that's I mean, it's that's inc- full time. That's we
0: incredible. Can- in addition to your to your to your work, where you've got a family to support, and also your your backgammon matches with Jim. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, think how he's changing the world
3: with his time.
1: But uh, that's because it's, it's grown so fast that it's taking up a lot of time to get set up. But I think once I get it set up and running, it'll take very little of my time. That's my hope. Poverty.com actually takes none of my time right now. So that's all set up a year ago and just runs on its own. So the nice thing about the Internet. Okay,
0: Jim, do you need to schedule your racquetball match now? or? Uh, <laughs> or, or uh, we... <laughs> no, we'll do that another time. Okay, well, thanks for your call.
2: Thanks, oh, thank Jim.
0: You. All right, we've got another caller on the line. Pat, you're, uh, you're on the air with uh, John Breen.
4: Hi. I've been a fan of the hunger site for quite a long time, and just a week or two ago I discovered free rice. And now today I've learned about poverty, and I'd like to thank you so much for doing this. But I have a, a mundane question, and maybe it's answered on the site. How many grains of rice, for instance, constitute a cup and a pound?
1: Uh, you know what, Pat? I'm not sure of the answer to that question. Um, Cooked or uncooked? Converted? Yeah. You don't know. Uh, I've never counted them out. <laughs> so it, it, all it does is it counts out uh, straight grains of rice. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, well, maybe if I ever count it up, I'll get in touch with you and tell you. Although <laughs> I doubt that I'll do that. But thank you again so very much. I I think the sites are just wonderful.
1: Well, thank you for visiting them, Pat. I appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate it a lot. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Okay, okay. Thanks Bye-bye. for the call, Pat. Yeah. Maybe you could do a competition like uh, guessing the number of jelly beans in the, in the right. jar and guessing the number of rice <laughs> grains. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'll remind our listeners once again that we're uh, talking to John Breen here on Noon Edition. We've reached the halfway point uh, of the program here. And, again, I'll just remind everybody of the phone number is 855-0811-877-285-9348. Uh, you can send an email to noon at indiana.edu. And we're going to take a 90-second break now, and uh, we'll be back with you in a minute.
3: www.southdunnstreet.info. Garrison Keillor and company are coming to the IU Auditorium in Bloomington on February 16th for a live national broadcast. Premium seating with access to a post-show VIP reception is still available. More information at wfiu.org.
0: And We're back. This is WFIU's Noon Edition. I'm WFIU Interim News Director Adam Ragusea, and I'm here with uh, Bloomington computer programmer John Breen, founder of The Hunger Site and now uh, operator of uh, Poverty.com and FreeRice.com, all creative uses of the Internet to fight the problems of uh, global hunger. And poverty worldwide. We'd have some uh, wonderful callers so far. We welcome some more. I'll give that number one more time eight five five zero eight one one, or eight seven seven two eight five nine three four eight. 285 9348. Okay, John, I'm at poverty.com right now and I'm looking at it. And what I notice is that there's a running tally on the right hand side of the screen and it says hunger deaths this hour and it was at uh, 520 when I came here just a minute ago. It's now at 529, and there are faces popping up on this map of the world uh, that I guess are these the folks who somehow you know have died of poverty?
1: That's right. Uh, That's representing the fact that 25,000 people die a day, Uh, so it's roughly 1,000 people an hour. Where are the names and faces coming from? Uh, Those are Mm computer-generated,
0: Okay, so they're approximations.
1: Right. 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 Okay. I didn't want to use real names and faces. Yeah, I was going I I to say, was... yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's very sobering to just kind of look at it. Now it's at 540, I should tell our listeners. Um, it's amazing how quickly this tally rises. How do you quantify
1: this? Right. It's, it's a lot of people dying, but— uh, the solution, uh, and you can read about it on poverty.com, is actually very simple and I'll describe it very quickly, Sure. which is 22 countries, wealthy countries, have uh, agreed to try to give 0.7 percent of national income. That's less than 1 percent of national income uh, together, to which will raise $195 billion a year uh, that the United Nations uh, estimates is enough to completely end hunger. And diseases of poverty, including uh, malaria and measles and uh, tuberculosis, uh, pneumonia. So uh, th- these countries are, uh, you can see on the site, um, some of the countries are doing very well and getting the 0.7 percent and some are not doing so well. And um, once all the countries get there, which is uh, hopefully in a matter of years, uh, we can eliminate all these, these problems. It would be a, a much better world.
0: We've got a couple of callers on the line, so we'll go to them. We've got uh, Rosemary on the line.
4: Hello. Hello. I tuned in a little bit late, and this is a a sort of uneducated question, (laughs) except that it's about something I read in the newspaper, namely that rice is now a scarce commodity for a number of reasons, and they listed them, and this was about two weeks ago, and needless to say, I didn't save it because i didn't know it would matter to me that much Uh except at the grocery store that rice prices in the world are going to go up substantially what is your supply line uh what happens to free rice as a program if everyone is vying for the same limited resources of rice
1: that's a terrific question yeah that is a good question um and it's it's true. Rice prices have gone up uh, significantly, along with a lot of, a lot of other commodities recently. Um, but what the World Food Program does, uh, they're the ones who distribute the rice and buy the rice uh, through the United Nations. And they try to buy rice locally. So they'll go into very poor communities um, and not not buy it from big American farmers and ship it over. But... Uh, buy it locally in the community, which actually improves uh, the, the local economy. You know, the money they spend there is spent by the farmer to buy something else, and it, uh, from a shopkeeper who then spends the money to buy something else. So, that the price of that rice um, probably doesn't vary that much because it's often you know way in the back country of, of some very poor country.
0: Well, that raises another question uh, for me, and I don't want to step on your uh, step on you, rosemary, but uh, I'll I'll come in here with this question, which is that why why rice? Why is it not another staple crop like corn or wheat or cassava or something?
1: Um, it could be. I just chose rice as <laughs> as one of the major staple foods uh, throughout the world.
4: Well thank but, you very much, and those three sites sound wonderful. I've learned about them today. One of the thousands of things a year I learn on WFIU.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you so much, Rosemary. Thanks for the call. We've got Sarah on the line. Sarah, you're on the air with John Breen.
1: Hi,
5: Sarah. Hi. Um, I play free rice regularly ever since somebody told me about it. and um, I have two questions. One is a suggestion, and I don't know how anybody would be able to follow through on it. If somebody teaching children, for instance, to count, Uh, Wanted to follow through on the question of the person who said, you know, how much, uh, how many grains of rice are in a cup or in a pound? That sounds like some a good counting project for kids. Yeah. So somebody might come up with this answer. I would be interested in reading that on the free rice site, but I don't know how someone would get it to you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, it's an interesting question. Of could you could you expand the concept of free rice to encompass a, a lot of different other games and some maybe some games that are aimed at different age groups?
1: Um, yes. Uh, I, I actually thought uh, one of my original thoughts was to do it for math problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I thought it might give me a headache. You're probably, you're probably a math kind of that, guy, though, you? aren't you? Yeah, I, I tend to be more mathematical yeah. than words. But I
5: wasn't thinking of that. If someone just wanted to do, as, as a project at school, have my kids count this, and then they came up with an answer and they wanted to tell it to you, how would they tell it to you? Oh, there's a question.
1: Oh, um, I guess... Uh, Call me up <laughs> and? and tell me the answer, Sarah. Go ahead and I wouldn't uh, know
5: how to call him up. S- S- I mean, S- Sarah,
1: you uh, S- can uh, you can go ahead and call us, and we can get you in touch. John. Okay, okay, thank you, Adam. Adam solved my
0: problem.
3: Sure, that's yeah. Fancy. I don't and think I'm supposed and, to give my, my uh,
5: and my other my other question <laughs> is, uh, you were talking about when you when you yourself deal with these words. Yep. You're down around the 43 level or whatever. How do you decide which are the which are the words that belong in which level?
1: Oh, that was a good question. Well, I started the the top thousand words, which is about the top five levels, were words that I had n- never heard of and couldn't even begin to guess. And then the second thousand words, which is level forty to forty five, were words that I had never heard of but could begin to guess. You know, uh-huh. there was something in there that you, give you an inkling, especially sure, when you had four you. choices. Yeah, and then they went down from there, and. um, That's how they started, and then the computer program actually keeps track of how often people get each word right and wrong. So Uh that was my, you know, that was based on me is how it started, but since then the millions of people who have played, it's based on how often they get everything right and wrong. Neat.
5: Does that suggest that at some point you might go above 50
1: um, yes, actually, I uh, have a couple of professional lexicologists. I have wow. trouble mm-hmm. describing saying <laughs> that word. Or um, dictionary people who are actually coming up with extremely hard words because there are people in this world. I didn't believe it, but who cruise right up to level fifty with no problem and been writing and emailing saying they want more difficult words. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, these people point, are coming when up with them. you get
5: to fifty. There's there's no reason to keep playing.
1: Right. Right.
5: You know, you might as well go back down to where they're easy and accumulate
0: more rights. Right, right. Well, I'm not going to throw out any accusations, but I think that some people playing at home might be uh, going between tabs in their browser to dictionary.com or something, but uh, no accusations there. Where would be the fun in (laughs) there. Exactly, that's right. Sarah, do you have any other
5: follow-ups? No, thank you. Thank Thank you so much for your
0: call. We appreciate it. Wow, a terrific interest. Lots of folks uh, in the community already kind of aware of of what you do and and interested in it and enjoying it. I should mention uh because we're happy right now that uh, hunger death this hour according to poverty.com is now is at 664. It's amazing how quick that tally rises yes. and of course everything you do is fundamentally about that
1: with all of these projects. Right. And um uh, like I say, I think, uh, I think hunger can be ended. Those deaths can be stopped. And, uh, I just want to say one quick program that mm-hmm. people might be interested in because I think it's just the coolest things in sliced bread. Uh, this is a program run by the World Food Program, the United Nations World Food Program. It's called Food for Education. And how it works is uh, in very poor countries, families that are starving, the parents don't want their kids to go to school because obviously their siblings are starving. You and I would be the same way. We wouldn't want our families, if we're starving, Mm. go to school. What a waste. So – but if they don't go to school, they're never going to get educated. They're never going to get out of hunger and poverty. So what the World Food Program does is they say, "Okay, kids, you come to school and we will feed you. So first of all, the kids can learn on a full stomach, which really helps them retain their learning. And then the World Food Program says, and we'll give you this additional food to take home to your families. So these kids proudly go home with these bags of food for their siblings and their parents. And meanwhile, they get an education. So it's such a great program. All it requires – in the world, there's plenty of food. It's not a question that we don't have enough food. There's plenty of food for everybody and there's plenty of money to distribute it. Um, So all it requires is taking food to these schools around the world, every school that needs it, depositing it, let the kids learn – Take the food home to feed their families. And within uh, a, a generation, you'd have a, a complete generation of educated children around the world and healthy and fed. And you would end that hunger and poverty right there. Hard to argue with that.
0: We've got an email here from Michelle. It says, hello, thanks so much for the work you're doing to create a better world. Uh, Your many donated hours are much appreciated. Do you have any suggestions for ways that the local community can take part in working to reduce hunger at the local, national and international level? I assume that means, of course, other than visiting freerice.com.
1: Right. Um, Yeah, I'm not really uh, an expert on that subject, but I think Bloomington – does so much uh, in so many ways on, on all those levels that you're talking about that it's incredible. I'm, I moved to Bloomington 12 years ago uh, from Boston and uh, Durham, North Carolina. And this place, it, it still amazes me at, at just how nice the people are. Uh, the first day when I walked into the Kroger and everyone was friendly, it didn't have to be. Uh, it's been that way for 12 years. And everything you read in the paper about everything, everybody's doing it. I think it's just great, and it's it's all very helpful.
0: Well, there are a lot of agencies around the area that do some really incredible work. Hoosier Hills Food Bank, oh, yeah. uh, Mother Hubbard's Cupboard, uh, and all of the agencies that benefit from Hoosier Hills Food Bank, uh, Shalom Center. Absolutely right. There's a, there's a very impressive social services network at, yep. uh, in the, at work in the community here. I'll remind our listeners once again we're uh, we're listening to Noon Edition here on WFIU, and we're speaking with uh, with John Breen. Uh, John, I want to go back to you know the thing that uh, that first. Made you famous, which was the Hunger Site, and uh, and as we said, uh, you washed your hands of the Hunger Site after about a year of working with it. I assume you still keep up on how it's operating and how it's doing. Um, what's it been like for you to watch it change in the hands of the company that owns it now?
1: Oh, it's been good. Uh, the guy who runs it now is named Tim Kunin, and I think he does a, a very good job. Hmm. Um, it. It suffered during the big meltdown of 2000 uh, when internet advertising went away, (laughs) but it's come back nicely, and I think he's done a really nice job uh, running it. They do a lot of good things.
0: Do you think you might do that with Free Rice at some point, pass it off to another person, and move on to your next project?
1: I don't know. Um, Free uh, the Hunger site just exploded in size really fast, and I wasn't prepared at all to handle it. Um, I didn't have the skills and the time. Um, free rice, I'm a little bit more prepared, so I went into it knowing that I didn't quite expect it to grow this fast, this big, but, um, I'm, I'm happy with it.
0: We've got, uh, Nancy on line one. Nancy, you're on the air with John Breen.
1: Hi, Nancy.
5: Hello. How are you?
1: Oh, fine, thanks. How about yourself?
5: Doing well, thank you. I had a question. Where does most of the rice end up? Where does it go to?
1: Um, mostly in Asia and Africa. Right now, and then, and that's where most of the hunger is, and mm-hmm. um, a little bit in uh, Central America is is also where hunger can be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But um, the worst is is Asia and Africa. Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, I imagine that the World Food Program uh, can also uh, direct food aid to places where there are temporary hunger hotspots, where there have been disasters like the tsunami and things along those lines.
1: That's right. Um, the World Food Program actually works in 75 different countries. So they're, they're really all over the world. And then within those 75 countries, they work with a lot of local organizations um, to help distribute the food, organizations that know the lay of the land and, and stuff like that. Do you have a follow-up, Nancy?
5: Yes. No, I just wanted to tell you thank you for doing it. I think it's a tremendously worthwhile project. I was just recently in Africa, including in Zimbabwe, where... I don't know whether you have any distribution there, but my goodness, they certainly need help.
1: Yes, they do. Well, well thank you, Nancy. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks for the call. Here's an
0: email, and it uh, addresses something that I meant to mention at the top of the program. Uh, it says, uh, hi, I saw that CBS News went to Fairview Elementary here in Bloomington and did a, a piece about Fairview students doing FreeRice.com. Could you please talk about that?
1: Oh, I'd love to. That's, that's Perfect question. (laughs) uh, Because the schools have just uh, amazed me. And CBS said, well, we'd like to um, know if if schools are doing it. And turns out tons of schools are doing it. But uh, Fairview, I happen to know Lee Heffernan, who's this superb, excellent teacher there. Um, And uh, she checked with a principal who was uh, like 100 percent behind it. And they'd been doing free rice for weeks. Uh, Lee had discovered the site. And – so CBS went there and and filmed it, and the kids loved it, and CBS loved it. Um, but the the kids, it's just—it's it's the most surprising thing to me about this site was uh, how many kids stuck to it because, you know, vocabulary on its own isn't the most interesting thing for a kid. Now, when we're adults doing this site, it's actually a little bit fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of like trying to get to— different level and the words, you know, you vaguely know and you actually know more than you think you know. And.
0: Well, unless you're me and my entire sense of self-worth starts to get called into question as I do it. But
1: anyway, continue. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so so adults, you know, they're playing and they're having fun and then they're giving rice and they're feeling good about that and it's a combination. But the kids, see, I don't think they have that much fun doing the vocabulary, but they just get a kick out of feeding hungry people. They they know that they're doing a good thing. And I've just gotten emails and, and so is the World Food Program. They send it to uh, schools all over the place in, in Rome and Belgium and hmm. India and, and and all over America and Canada. Uh, these kids are doing it and they're doing they're, – they're, they're, they're just doing it out of the good of their heart. You, you ask them. You know they, they say I'm feeding hungry people. they understand the concept. And this is starting in fourth grade.
0: That's incredible. yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got art on the line. Art you're on the air with John Breen. Hello, Hi, art.
2: I, I have a question just generally about the, the old saying about uh, if you feed someone, they eat that day, but if you teach them to, to grow rice <laughs> they, right. uh, And I just wondered uh, uh, if your program can get into that at all.
0: Sure, but when there's a drought in Zimbabwe and it wipes out everything, you can't well grow your own rice, can you, right?
1: But, uh, yeah, you're you're exactly right, Art. Um, because in order to end uh, world hunger, it's, it doesn't do enough to just throw food at it. Um, you have to give people a means uh, to educate themselves and to provide for themselves, teach them how to fish, as, as you say. Uh, so, again... Um, discussing what the World Food Program does, I told you about their Food for Education program where they feed the kids. They also have a program called Food for Work where they simply pay adults with food uh, to come build infrastructure for the community. So they'll be building roads and digging wells and digging ditches for agriculture. And and, um, in that way, the the infrastructure allows them to um, plant and uh, harvest and, and uh, take the food to market or distribute it among themselves.
2: That, uh, I think that's a very useful thought.
1: Yeah, isn't that? I mean, I think it's a great way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. rather than just give people food for nothing, that helps nobody. You know, other than uh, there's a certain level where you just can't function. You know, when we get really hungry, uh, you and me and all of us, you know, mm-hmm. you just can't function. Sure. Your, your mind is black and your your body is just like Ugh, yeah. Ugh. and <laughs> and. And so people, you know, especially if, if it's a prolonged, then they just need food. But after that, to just give them food doesn't solve the problems. Mm-hmm. But helping them to educate them and, and provide them with infrastructure and, and let them provide themselves with infrastructure uh, solves the problem. Well, thanks for the call, Art. Do you have a follow-up?
2: No, but thank you very
0: much. Thank you, Art. Thanks so much, Art. Let's see. We've got uh, about 10 minutes left in the program. Time for a couple more calls. If folks want to call in to uh, noon edition here on WFIU, we're speaking with John Breen, founder of Hungersite.com and uh, more recently Poverty.com and FreeRice.com. The phone number is – the local call in the Bloomington area is 855-0811 or you can call us toll-free from anywhere, 877-285-9348 or you can send an email – To noon at indiana.edu. Now, I have a very mundane question, which is that how did you get a hold of the domain poverty.com?
1: I actually had to purchase it, and it took me a year um, because people didn't want to sell it. I bet. But but they weren't really using it. So I just kept writing. I just like – Come on! You're not really so. It wasn't, using it, it
0: wasn't a bidding process. You were just trying to appeal to their their humanity, right? Right. Yeah. And, they,
1: and I said, "You're not using it for anything. You're just sitting on it." And they were, and they weren't. You know, it was one of these places that had a lot of sites, and so I just kept bugging them, and eventually they just said, "Okay."
0: That's a terrific story.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a nice site. I wanted the the name. I thought it was a great name. Absolutely. Well, we've got another email here that's just been handed to me. It
0: says uh, Dear Mr. Breen, I was too busy on my very quick trip to Bloomington to contact you, but uh, I've been able to figure it out. Just want to let you know that my students, grade through, grades 1 through 5, at uh, American Community School in Beirut, Lebanon, are enjoying fr- freerice.com. I introduced them to the site just before Thanksgiving break, hoping that they would remember those less fortunate as they sat down to do their Thanksgiving treats. I think it worked. I am from Bloomington, Indiana, and I've enjoyed sharing that connection with my students. Could you please share your email address? I would love to write you while the class is in with my students. I'm in Beirut right now, and I was advised that you're online right now. And I'm not sure. Do you want to share your email address over the air, or can we just uh, have this person contact us? Uh, Probably best to contact. Sure, yeah, that's fine. We'll we'll get this this person in contact with you. uh, I just
1: just get too much that I can't reply to everything, and then people think I'm being rude when I'm not. We've got uh, a big
0: backlog of callers here obviously a lot of a lot of interest in this so we've got Minerva on the line. Hello Minerva. Hello.
4: Uh I was wondering if you've thought anything about uh the fact that the population is beyond the uh level that the world can support at the present time so there should be some information about family planning and so forth along with this.
1: Um that's right, Minerva. I, I agree. That's That's been one of the causes of hunger. But, you know, I just read something interesting a couple of days ago, which said that they're now the latest experts who are, you know, who knows what the experts really know. But uh, what they're saying is that the world population is now expected to level out um, at around uh, – they're saying 8 billion people um, in the year 2050 – that it's, it's starting to come down largely because countries like um, China have become industrialized enough that they're cutting their birth rate. Well, actually, they've been doing that for a number of years. But and other countries have a negative birth rate. So, so it seems to be a problem that's, that's, you know, that's confined still to um, their very poor third-world countries well, are still exploding.
4: There's terrific pressure on the wildlife and the environment, yes. even in developed countries. So I don't think that's the answer.
1: Yes, that's true.
4: Thank you.
0: Uh, thanks for the call, Minerva. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, the uh, the first caller to the show. My dad brought me up, <laughs> telling me that uh, um, his, his in his worldview, uh, you know, overpopulation is kind of the core issue behind almost all of the world's ills, and there's right. a certain validity right. to, to looking at it that way. But nonetheless, obviously, uh, measures like the ones you've undertaken can 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 uh, address some of the symptoms that people would consider them like like uh, poverty
1: and hunger. Yeah. Um, hey, I just wanted to add Sure, yeah. Th- one thing to thank that person who emailed in from Beirut. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Was, yeah I was, felt bad
0: that we went right past that, but yeah, isn't that fantastic yeah, you're getting that was really nice. emails from teachers from Beirut? That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It turns out a lot of people who are trying to learn English as a second language have been doing Oh, this, like, yeah. So uh, we're actually trying to <laughs> add pronunciation to it. Nice. Uh, that's yeah. what I've been working on. Well, in the, in, the,
0: in the radio biz, we certainly appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Mary Claire on the line, but I want to go to Donald first because uh, Donald has the answer. I've been told uh, for the number of grains of rice in a cup. Okay. Good, Donald. Hello. Hello. I uh,
3: looked it up on Google, and the answer is twenty-nine thousand grains of rice in a pound of in a pound of long grain.
1: Okay. Well, that's... that's the answer. Good, thank you, Donald. We've (laughs) got. I've written it down. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, so says the uh, the evil overlord of Google. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Uh, we've got Mary Claire on the line. Mary Claire, you're on you're on the air with uh, John Breen. Hi,
1: Mary Claire.
5: Hey, John. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. How are you doing today?
5: I just wanted to make sure that you had told your wife that you were going to be on the radio today (laughs) because I think she was taken by surprise from that NPR piece a few weeks ago, and I forgot to email her last night. So.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think she knew. Adam nicely called me this morning to remind me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We just we appreciate everything you're doing, and um, hope I can convince my children to uh, play a little more often.
1: Oh well, thank you, Mary Claire. Take care, Mar- John. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for the call. Mary Claire runs with my wife. Ah, uh, I see. A beautiful person in every sense of the word.
0: Well, you're an active couple, I guess. You got your you got your uh, your racquetball with uh, Jim and. Uh, and your wife runs with Mary Claire. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, let's uh, Let's see what else can we talk about. There's so much that we can talk about, obviously, you know just just in our tiny little sample here of the folks calling in in our listening area, um, you seem to have really hit on something with free rice because not only is it terrific in the sense that it's contributing to the to the World Food program, but it's something that's really interactive for people, and they get something out of it. They can help to educate themselves, help to educate their children. Uh, is this a new frontier in terms
1: of philanthropy um, i don't. Uh I'm not sure I feel qualified to answer that. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know that much about philanthropy, but uh, I, I do know it's it's amazing to me how many people uh, do it um, just out of the goodness of their heart. Mm. Uh, and the same was true of the hunger site. Um, it's it it shows to me I think that people around the world um, and in America and in Bloomington. Uh, Want to end world hunger? Uh, and when you when you talk to somebody, if you ask them that, they they say, "Of course." And it, it, in in Bloomington, uh, you can just see it with, with how generous everybody is with the food drives. But mm. it's it's it seems to be a worldwide phenomenon. So it's it it, it makes me believe that if people just pull together. Uh, we could end hunger there's there's no reason not to that you know it's it, we all live in democracies, and if you put it to a vote if it was a, a, a referendum, it seems like ninety percent or ninety nine percent virtually everybody would say yes, you know, provided it 's not going to uh, come from other programs, but it doesn 't have to and the the benefits uh the economic benefits. Are huge, uh, some studies have actually shown that um, what it would do is by ending hunger and poverty you 'd create so many new world markets and the world economy would rise so much that it would repay the investment many times over um, and, and the same is true on a smaller scale of, of diseases like malaria in Africa, which cost billions of dollars in in lost revenue lost gnP in Africa, and the solution is very simple it 's to uh, distribute bed nets um, which cost a dollar to three dollars uh, mm-hmm. for people to put on in their beds because the mosquitoes that spread the malaria uh, come in at night i mean it must be horrible to live there every time you go to sleep you know, <laughs> that mosquito you know there 's a one in ten or whatever chance you going have malaria but so to spend um, a fairly small amount, it's less than a billion, to distribute all those uh, mosquito nets seems to me such a no-brainer and it would come back through increased GMP to Africa many times over.
0: Have you thought about uh, doing some lobbying as part of your efforts here?
1: I'm not really a, a political person, but um, I know that's, that's how things get done. So what I've recommended at, at Free Rice is for people to... Um, join a group called one.org, which right now has uh, two and a half to three million people. um, And they do extensive lobbying uh, in Washington, D.C. to the Senate and Congress and um, – They get things done. Well, we're about out of time here
0: on the show. Uh, I want to remind our listeners that we've been speaking to uh, John Breen here on Noon Edition, founder of The Hunger Site and now more recently – and I'll I'll say these very clearly so that people can hear them, poverty.com and free rice. uh, That's one word, freerice.com. By the way, at poverty.com, at the end of the show here, we're at uh, hunger death this hour at uh, 1,011. So uh, on that note, uh, this has been Noon Edition I'm here with John Breen. This program will be uh, available as a podcast uh, by about 5 o'clock this, e- uh, this evening, and you can download it at uh, WFIU.org, or you can do it uh, through iTunes. Just uh, search WFIU or search, Noon, search uh, Noon Edition, and you'll get there. So for producer uh, Annika Pompel and engineer Mike Pascash, I'm Adam Ragusia. Thanks so much for listening and for calling in.